Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sala. Today, we are doing a spoiler talk review for The Owl House, Season 2, Episode 2, dubbed Escaping Expulsion. That's right, folks. We're going to talk more about The Owl House, because gosh dang you darn it, we enjoy this show so much. But when I say we, I actually do mean we, because I'm joined here with my good friend of mine via satellite radio. It's the ever-stupendous, often misunderstood, Marcello the Magnificent Mark. How you doing out there, <laughs> Mark? I am alive. And well? And well, well, but well, maybe well. I don't know. Oh. Do we have Owl House to watch and talk about, maybe? Well, yeah, that's why you're here. Because we watched it, and we want to talk about it, don't we? Oh, well, in that case, I'm very well indeed. Thank you for asking. No problem. But before we begin, folks, may I remind you that here on the Matthew Seller Podcast, we like to talk about animation, whether in TV or movies. So if you enjoy listening to content like this, where we give out our opinion, talk about it, and want to hear from you, be sure to subscribe to this channel, like videos like these, and show your support by checking out our other videos as well. Anywho, without further ado, folks, let's talk about this episode, The Owl House Escaping Expulsion. What is it generally all about? Well... When Amity Blight's parents get loose, Willow and Gus, expelled from Hexside, Luce strikes a dangerous deal with them to get back into school, leading Luce in a risky situation where Amity has to go and save her Luce. And that's the general synopsis of this episode. Now, Mark, why don't you let the fine folks know what were some of your takeaways from this episode? Ooh, well, God, where to begin? First of all, Amity's parents are jerks we expected them to be, but not in the way I expected them to be. I kind of expected more of an old money feel, but I would say this is much more of entrepreneurial, nouveau riche kind. They're definitely enterprising and uh, capitalist in many ways. And I liked it. Her dad is a bit of a scatterbrain, but when he's actually focused in and he's actually kind of intimidating and scary, even to his wife, who is very overbearing. And it's cool. I like it. They're terrible. I hate them. I love them. There's just a bunch of cute stuff with Amity and Luce in this episode. The abominations are kind of cool. Uh, I mean, and Gus went through witch puberty. There's so much happening. Where to begin? But yeah, it, uh, oh God, I'm fumbling over myself. Uh, and poor Principal Bump. He just wants his students back in class because he misses them. Just good stuff all around. But yeah, uh, we find out Amity's parents make abominations. This makes sense as to why Amity was so obsessed with abominations and really proficient in it. And they're trying to sell them as, you know, quote unquote, a security system, but also, you know, so civilians can have a private standing army. And you don't really think think that's something Emperor Bellos would be cool with in a dictatorship society. And, uh, spoiler alert, he's not. But it was cool that I actually was, uh, at least acknowledged. I feel good for Amity for kind of standing up for herself a lot in this. Uh, the twins are back. I love them. And, oh, but, uh, Matt, I know a thing you talked about uh, with me earlier was the discussion of the glyphs and Ida and Lilith learning them and Hootie and King being in charge and Hootie and Lilith are friends and all this stuff, but also just the combination of the glyphs. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, kind of jumping into the B-plot, what I enjoyed about that is we got to explore more about like, okay, Luce, she obviously cannot perform 
magic without the papers and the glyphs, thus learning the four basic elements through the nature of the Boiling Isles. Now, she admits to us that she hasn't been able to discover any new glyphs, just these four, but as the plot goes on, it is revealed to us that, perhaps doing combination of the glyphs, in the way they describe it, it's like words, and you gotta put them in a certain order to kind of create these senses which create unique spells. At least that's what Lilith and Ida have come to the conclusion of. And I find that really fascinating. And I hope in near future episodes, we're going to explore that some more. Not just with Ida and Lilith, but so Luce can catch up and start discovering and making her own magic. So I think that would be a really fun area to go next in the series. No, for sure. I do think it le- it could lead to some really cool combos. I feel like maybe there have been some proto attempts at combos at the very least. Her use of glyphs has become exceedingly proficient, so I am very excited to see how crazy that could get. But Matt, what did you think of the uh, A-plot then? So I really liked this episode. We got to see more of Amity and Luce's relationship go on in this series. However, my overall problem with the episode, and again, I liked it, folks. I enjoyed it. But I wish the visual acting, quote unquote, was a little bit more subtle in some areas. Like I liked some of the character expressions going on. Like I'll give you a couple examples where I feel like where they could have been a little bit more sly about some of the expressions here. Like when Willow got expelled from school, she was grounded by her fathers. They like scolded her a little bit and then left her in her room. But then Gus called Willow out and said like, hey, we're going to go try to talk to whatever and like get back into school come with us and as she was about to like escape through the window door opens and one of her fathers comes in about to say something sees what she's up to but then he goes shh smiles and like closes the door which i like the gesture overall but i feel like they could have been like a little bit more subtle instead of doing the cartoonish shh thing another example of what i wish was more subtle was the principal himself like we didn't get much more than previous episodes of him kind of tolerating Luce and the others. I like the idea that he would genuinely miss having them around because the school would be boring without them. But him accelerating to tears and then crying out like, oh, it's so boring now, whatever he said. I feel like that escalated a little too quickly. And I think simply having like some subtle eye expressions or just facial expressions every time he thwarted the kids trying to get back into school. I think that would have gone further than just straight up being like over the top with him. That's just my general opinion on that. And uh, just because you know I'm a fan of it, folks, would like to point out a fun bit of voice acting here. If Emily's mother sounds familiar, well, there's a good reason for that. She is voiced by Rachel McFarlane, the sister of Family Guy creator Seth McFarlane, and who voices Haley on his show American Dad. Wow, well, there you go. A little fun trivia for you there. You got your fox in my Disney. Or 20th Century Studios now. That's correct. But yeah, like I was saying before about my criticism of the episode, there is one other thing. Now, I really do like the relation between Luce and Amity. I think that's a really cute little potential love connection there. However, I found it a little out of character for Luce in one character reaction where she was helping Amity's mother pitch this golem security thing and she was getting her ass kicked by this creature, which I don't know how the hell that's legal, but it gets to such a bad point where her life is legitimately in danger and then Amity comes in saying, you leave my Luce alone or something like that. 
helps her out, brings her up back on her feet. And then I don't remember if they were surrounded by other golem monsters or not, but they go back to back ready for a fight. They look at each other. And I correctly assume Amity would kind of like be blush face and like look to the side a little bit. But Luce also did the same thing. And I thought that was a little bit out of character for Luce because to me, she always felt very confident in herself, especially building upon and helping her friends like express themselves more comfortably. Like I would say like if she kind of like kept a little smirk or smile and did the same expression of like, sad little eyes looking to the side and still blushing. I feel like that would have worked more closely than her like doing like the very shy expression type thing. But that's a nitpick. It doesn't like break that for me at all. I just feel like I like the idea of like these two have different personalities that are just together. And I think that's what makes their coupling so endearing. So I'd like that to be a good contrast. I think that makes it more fun, but that's just generally me. No, yeah, just an opinion on some acting choices in the animation. Fair enough. But overall, like I said, I really liked this episode. I thought it was fun. We got to see Amity's parents. Clearly, the mother is the one driving a lot of these quote-unquote deals. And you were pointing out, Mark, that you think the father might not be entirely on the evil side of the Blight family name. He seems to have more of a knack for creating things. He gets distracted a little bit, but perhaps... He may be like the good guy of the bad guy duo of the parents, like whatever that phrase may be. Don't know how much I'm willing to say he's a good guy. I actually think there's parts of him that actually are very intimidating when he actually is focused on something other than building abominations, which he seems to just be very obsessed with. But I think there might be something there. I don't know. He he could be the lesser of the two evils, or he could very easily be the worse. He was very intimidating in his few moments of clarity when he wasn't chasing after a butterfly or or unintentionally suggesting execution as opposed to expulsion. But I mean, this is the Boiling Isles. I'm willing to bet that that wasn't that far of a stretch in the school's rule book. So who's to say? No, very true. We've only seen one episode with them as a forefront force. I think this season's definitely going to explore them more and see if there really is a divide between the two. Well, folks, you heard our opinion, but now we want to hear yours. Let us know in the comment section below. What did you think of The Owl House Season 2, Episode 2, Escaping Expulsion? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, consider going to my Patreon. And if you want to watch me do some animation, check me out on Twitch. I usually stream every Saturday or Sunday. Links are in the description below. This is Matt Sella. This is Mark. Thanking you all for tuning in. Thank you.